You're listening to Magic from Wherever I'm At with your host, the magician, time traveler, and charmer, D'Artagnan. Gee, it's going to be on a patio uh, with a pool in the background. People are going to be swimming and jumping in the pool, creating, uh, you know, noise and, and uh, interruption. I better work silent. I better do my knot routine and mm-hmm. just have them watch it. And that was very hard one knowledge because I don't think you can get it any other way. I don't think there's a book out there that teaches you this is this is why I think you and I dig each other because we we don't just do it but we've analyzed it as well. Right. Uh, I do what I do and I do it every day. I work really super hard. I promote it. I sell it. I do it. I try to make money at it, and I have done this for nearly half a century. So my my point is, I think that there's a big difference between those who do the work and those who don't. And my question for you is. Do you have any commerce with, let's just say for the sake of discussion, under 30 people? And do they read books to learn the art of magic? Do they work hours to get seconds? Yeah, I think it's uncommon. You know, it's uh, certainly some of my mentors I've learned from because it was a lot of street performers were like, they'd put in the work. You know, they had been big readers uh, in fact, two of my mentors, that's the first thing they both asked me when I met them on separate occasions, what books have you read? That was the first question uh, they both asked me upon meeting them. And I yeah. told them, this, that. have you read this? Have you read this? Yep, 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 this, that. Yeah, I read all the ones they'd asked. That's uh, great. At the time. Well, then you really yeah. found your tribe. Yeah, for sure. It was, uh, and, that, and that, uh, that's another thing I think that people overlook is like uh, like when I published this book back in November, one of the things I did was I, I thought to myself, you know, there's a lot of people's work I admire that's outside of magic, like in film, screenwriting, uh, you know, stuff like this. So I sent a few book, print books, you know, print versions of the book to people whose work I admire uh, outside of magic. And it's just now, a couple months sort of later, when the books finally arrived and then gave them time to peruse them that I've started to get some correspondence back uh-huh. uh, from people, from famous screenwriters and people of this ilk who are, yeah, I'd like to talk about this because you've touched on something here that's interesting and I didn't Good know, you. you know, but it's, but I think that one of the lessons that people could take away besides just doing the work, which is the most important lesson is like, when I first came to street performing and people asked me those questions and I had the answers of, yes, I have read those books. Like I had already done a good chunk of the work. And so uh, they took me seriously from the get go. Yeah. I had the exact same experience. I don't want to drop names, but the notion was I was a kid. I was 14. I'd spent seven years reading magic books in a library, sitting on the floor in the library, reading the damn book. And uh, never doing any magic. I just read about it. That's all I did. I opened a book, I looked at it, closed the book, walked away. But that's what I did for seven years. The circumstances under which I did it were not ideal, but I did it because it was 
somehow joyful to me. It was creative. What it really gave me was control. I was setting control. When I was 14, I'd had some clowning lessons. Uh, my big gag was to take my uh, glove off and then have somebody walk away with my glove. My whole sleeve came off. Right. I was like 20 feet long. And I had all this, you know, tubular cloth stuffed up my sleeve attached to the glove. And when that was the beginning of the show that somebody would, you know, shake my hand and then like welcome to the stage and then walk away and take my glove and there was a long arm there, that killed them. But after right. that, I had nothing. I had 20 minutes of bad card tricks. And I thought, <laughs> I thought I'm, I'm not doing this right. Like it's all... I don't know how to do this. I've read these books, but I'm not doing it right. right. So then Doug Henning was on Broadway in the magic show. So I said, well, shit, this guy's on Broadway, you know, the biggest of the big, I'll go talk to him. Like he's doing it right. What's he doing? What's he doing right that I don't know. Mm -hmm. And Doug sat me down and he said, look, there's some books you need to read. And I'd already read like half of them. And that's my fear. My, my, you know, in one way, people say, Ben, why do you care? I'm like, well, because, I don't know, what? Is it okay that there are no tomatoes on the planet now? What, Dave, you and me, we're in control. No more tomatoes, right? <laughs> right. I mean, that, that doesn't work. What, there's never going to be a magician at a kid's birthday party again? That's over with? No, I just, I don't accept that. I don't accept that on any level. But to get that magician at the birthday party to do a halfway decent job, dude, he's got to approach it like going to plumbing school. The water yeah. pressure, tubes, is the pipe made out of brass or is it platinum? Uh, what is the pressure? You got to know all this stuff. And if you're playing in miracle school, son, you better play as good as I can play. <laughs> and I've, that's, that's kind of what... I dig about magic is that I actually enjoy like right this minute, right this minute, I'm sitting on the floor. I'm in my office. I have two road cases standing next to me. I won't tell you what these road cases cost, but they cost like a fortune. Okay. They've never been on the road. Why? Because the thing I'm working on inside these cases, it's not done yet. How long have you been working on it, Ben? Oh, good question. Seven years. I hope you've enjoyed this teaser of magic from wherever I'm at. To listen to this entire episode and the entire series of more than 150 other episodes, go over to magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. That's magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast. Tired of being a trickster, are you not? 